Good morning, a good night of Shabbos. Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Mitzorah, Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Shabbos HaGadol, Tov Shin Pei Beis. Um, as we are also in the, the seventh day of Nisan, we're a week before Pesach, and we cannot uh, shy away from the unfortunate, horrific news that has happened again in Eretz Yisrael with another terrorist attack last night in Tel Aviv. And um, as we as we always know, that Hashem is the one that is in charge. We have to be thankful to the defense forces for finally, finally, finally being able to find the, the terrorists and to kill them early this morning. But we recognize that we're literally in the hands of a Baruch Hu. I saw an amazing, amazing thing that someone brought down, a Rosh Kailu brought down three weeks ago when we know we had the terrible, terrible tragedy of the the Petira of Marin Reb Chaim and it took place on Shushan Purim and it was Shabbos Parshish Tzav this Rosh Kailu found a very interesting series of Psukim in the Haftarah that was read that Shabbos the Haftarah that's read that Shabbos is from Sefer Yirmiyah and over there, it brings down uh, different psukim that Yirmi Anavi said, and he's speaking about Klai Yisrael, that Klai Yisrael has to better themselves, has to make themselves better. And it says that HaKadosh Baruch is going to remove the crown. He's going to be Mesir Esanezer. He's going to remove the crown from Klai Yisrael. And then the Pasuk says later on, Vishbati Mi'ori Yehuda Mechusis Rishalayim. I'm going to stop, it's going to desist from the the, the, the cities of Yehuda and the Chutzis of Shalayim and the suburbs of Shalayim called Sassimah, called Simcha, called Chassimah, called Kala, the joy and the dancing that happens by a Simcha, Ki Lecharva Tiel Aretz. And Chas Vashalom is going to be, is going to be, uh, is going to be Cherev in that land. This, this particular Haftarah, is a remez gadol to the um, the fact that uh, in the middle of the yontif, in the middle of the kol sasim and kol simcha, which took place in the Ari Yerushalayim and the Chutzis Yerushalayim, the Ari Yehuda, was it was, it was uh, uh, Shushan Purim, and Hakadosh Baruch says Vishbati, Hakadosh Baruch is going to stop it, and the Shmira was taken away from us. This haftar happens to be a. a I've heard it's read very, very infrequently. The last time it was read was 21 years ago. And the next time I think it's going to take place is maybe um, 50 years from now. It's very, very infrequently. But we recognize clearly that we're missing the Shmira of the Sar HaGadol. But at the same time, we recognize we have to take up the slack and we have to dive into Kodesh Baruch Hu. And we have to take Chizuk we have to recognize that the Kodesh Baruch is with us at all times. And this Shabbos is called Shabbos HaGadol. Why is it called Shabbos HaGadol? Because of the great Nisim, the great nest that took place. The Shulchan Aruch brings down, very interesting, that the Shabbos before Pesach is called Shabbos HaGadol, and it doesn't even mention the Neis, it just says, because of the miracle that took place. We're all familiar with the story that the, that the, the Rishonim bring down, that the, the Mishnah mentions on it that the, the year that Klai Yisrael left Mitzrayim, 
on the 10th of Nisan, which will be this week. So each one of the Yidin took a set and they tied it to their mitos. They went to the shuk and they brought a lamb and then they tied it to their bedposts. And the Egyptians asked them, why are they doing this? And they said, this is the halacha, we're going to shecht the lamb. The lamb was considered the, the gods of the Egyptians. And their their teeth they wanted to they wanted to, to hit but the teeth they had to grit their teeth because they were shechting their gods and they couldn't see anything so there was such a pachet on them of Klal Yisrael that this was the great nest that took place and I was just contemplating myself that you know we, we take it for granted we say it every year Shabbos Agodol um, first of all that just to recognize we. we we really have to recognize that that great nest didn't only take place then, that great nest takes place until today. Um, some say that the, the Indian why we say it's called Shabbos HaGadol because the nest took place over a period of a few days because it wasn't just on Shabbos, it continued for the next few days until Erev Pesach, until they did, they shechted the carbon Pesach. Um, so we want to speak a little bit about the Indian of Shabbos HaGadol and also try to tie it in with the parish and also to say a few stories. Uh, we just mentioned that I mentioned I saw you this morning and I said to him, a good Arab Shabbos Agadol. That was the Nusuch that Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Arbach used to say over, and I saw brought down another svarim that on this Shabbos a person should say a good, a good Shabbos Agadol. There's a special, that's why the Shulchan Aruch brings it down. Why is the Shulchan Aruch bringing it down? There was a nest that took place in order to tell us that this Shabbos has a special effect. So we hope and we pray that the nisim that took place in Mitzrayim, that they continue to take place within us. So it's incumbent upon us to, number one, to reference the nest and to feel that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one that's shamer on us. And as we see, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always shamer on Kla Yisrael. Hine Leyonum Valyushon Shomer Yisrael. That's what we always say. I saw brought down that there's another medrash that says, that a different a different version of the of the of the nest that took place in Mitzrayim, and it's brought down that when Klai Yisrael brought the the Pesach, so the Bechayrus of the Egyptians they said to the Jews, why are you bringing the why are you bringing the korban Pesach? So they said, well, you know, we're bringing it because we're going to be saved and you're going to be killed. So the Bechayrus they took it literally. And they went to their fathers and they said, listen, you, you saw what they said? They said they're gonna, they're gonna, they were all gonna die. So let 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 those people go. <laughs> Not let my people go, let those people go. <clears throat> At that point, they already had understood that the, the Jews were, 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 were better than them. So it says that the father said to them, you know what, even if we're all gonna die, but the Yehudim, they're not going to leave Mitzrayim. There was some sort of like akshanas, some sort of stubbornness within the Egyptian culture. The Jews are not going to be able to leave Egypt. This is what Pyro had, had propagandized to them. And they decided the Bechariz had to go to Pyro. They went to Pyro and they told them, you know, you got to let them go. So Pyro said to the, his servants, these uh, insubordinate people, go and chop off their, their feet from their legs, that's what the lesson of the Medrash is, and I guess it meant the fathers had to go and to kill their own sons. So the Bechiris went, and the, the Medrash says they went and they killed their forefathers. And the Medrash says an unbelievable thing: how many Egyptian <coughs> forefathers were killed? 
600,000. It's a measure of Pliyam. And that's shot in the Pesach. The Pesach says, which we're going to say in the Haggadah from Pesach. So the simple understanding is that it's Lamakim Mitzrayim Bifchareim in their Bechayras. But the Medrash says, no, it should have said Lamakim Bechayim Mitzrayim. Why does it say Lamakim Mitzrayim Bifchareim? The answer is that the Makim took place to the Mitzrayim. How? Through their Bechayras. The Bechayras killed their own fathers. And I think there's a tremendous lesson. We see we're living in a world which is a Dor Tapuchas, a world where war is going on. And the war is so strange between Russia and Ukraine. And nations which seemingly they're almost like brothers. But there's an akshonus. There's like a stubbornness. And even if they're going to be killed, they're still going about and they're going about their killing. And each one is killing each other. We know that this is definitely something which is out of the ordinary. And the Kodesh Baruch is the one that's leading the world. The Kodesh Baruch tells leaders what to do. And even if it doesn't make any sense, they'll still follow their, their, their akshonas. But we, Klal Yisrael, we're not like that. When something takes place, we make a chesh ben nefesh, and we're chayzer b'tshuva. So the first lesson for us is, is that we have to recognize HaKadosh Baruch is the one that he's the one that does nisim for Klal Yisrael. And even when th- things are difficult, we have difficult times that we go through, but we have to recognize that everything with it is a shikul hagadol from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And these days are days which are mesugal for geula. So I brought down an unbelievable maisa that my Rebbe, Reb Chaim Shmulevitz Atzal, had a very close friend that learned with him in the yeshiva. And somehow he wasn't able to escape with everybody. And Reb Chaim, after he didn't see him, and he didn't hear from him, and everybody else that was saved from the mere yeshiva, he thought that this friend of his was killed. But eventually the person made himself, he was able to escape, and he, he, he came to Eretz Yisrael, and he came to Shalim, and he came to Reb Chaim. And Reb Chaim said, what happened to you? And he told him all of his all of his difficulties that he went through. Literally, he was starving, and he was beaten, and he was running, and he was in, in, in he was hiding, and, and he was captured, and, and then he was escaped. And literally, he lived mamish in, in 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 the worst possible situation. We hear about what's going on now in Ukraine, and can you imagine what that went on for years and years and years? And somehow he escaped to Siberia, and he said, no matter what, every single time the mamish was start starving, didn't have any energy, didn't have anything, but there was one thing that kept him going. What kept him going? And every month he would look up, he would look out at the sky. And he would see the new moon. He would see the new Chaydish. And that gave him tremendous, tremendous uh, chizuk. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu is being mechadesh, the, the, the Levana, like he promises to Klai Yisrael. And that's what kept him going. Rabbi said, Klai Yisrael is done to the Levana. And the Levana, even though it wanes, even though it goes down, but Lamaisa, it's, it's, it's something which shows us that we are connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The light is always going to shine. Um, I saw a few mices that I really want to share with the Olam that um, really amazing, amazing stories about the, um, the, the Indian of Brismila. This, this, this past week, there was a Brismila that took place for two Russian Jews in Bnei Brak. 
two Russian Jews who were in their 20s, and um, they decided that they, they, they became closer to Yiddishkeit, and they um, wanted to have a brismila, even though they're olders. They made a brismila in Bnei Brak by a, by a Besdin, and it was a few blocks away from the place where the terrorist attack took place, and two Yidin were killed over there. And one of the Yidin that was killed, his name was of Yaakov Yisrael Shalom, and one of these particular Russian Jews decided to name himself Yaakov Yisrael after this, after this Kaddish that was, that was lifted. So, um, first of all, we see that the people of Moshe Nefesh for the Indian of Rizmila, and um, a Jew has to recognize that we are the, we are the ones that bring the Kedusha into the world. Um, there's an organization which for the last 34 years has gone around Russia and Ukraine and they have made thousands and thousands of Yidin, made brismidas from all ages. Uh, the organization, they send Moilin before the war, they would send Moilin both Ukraine and Russia, Siberia, all different places, all different ages. It seems they made over the last 34 years, made over 74,000 brismidas. And um, the the, um, the 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 concept of the the brismila we say with the blood we will live with the blood we will live and we know that the the brismila is a thing which is embedded within the Jewish nation and this is something which Yidden have the most in efforts for their entire lives the the connection between the parasha of the Shabbos Haggadah, which we mentioned before, and the um, parasha Shavuah, parasha Metzorah, we see that in this week's parasha we come up with Nigei Batim, the Negayim of the Batim. And just like on Shabbos Haggadah, they brought the, they brought the Seh into their houses in order to, to show the mysterious Nefesh that we have to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that under all circumstances we deny HaVodah Zorah, and we create, so the concept is we create within our own homes a mini Beis Hamikdash. And everything in the Jewish home is built upon making it a better place for the Shekhinah to be able to live. And that's what we do on Pesach. On Pesach we clean the houses. We want to get the houses as clean as we possibly can because we're showing that the Jewish home is the home which reflects our aspirations. By the non-Jews, they also have time periods where they pray, they go to church, they go to their base, tiflosim as they say. But the homes are not a reflection of the godliness which they're supposed to bring into it. While a Yid, a Yid brings the HaKadosh Baruch Hu into his home. And that's the connection between the Shabbos HaGadol where the nest took place in the Kairi Hamita in the Bayus and the Nige Habatim. The Sephurno says that when they would have the Nega bias, the Koyan would come and he would be the one that would say if the house is Tommy or not. Until he came, they would take out the Kalim. They would take out different Kalim because if the Koyan came and then he said it was Tommy, then all the Kalim would be Tommy. The Sephurno says that until the Koyan came, everyone took out the, the, the Kalim from the house and that was a Zman of Tshuva. Everyone would do Tshuva 
and the Kayan would daven that the house should be a safe house. Rabbi Sai, this is the time period where we see that HaKadosh uh, Baruch wants from us to better ourselves. We need greater Shmira. And the greatest Shmira is for us to daven to Baruch and for us to make ourselves as clean as we possibly can, to make our homes as the best that we possibly can, to be Mechadach our children the best as we possibly can. It happened to be that this week we were Zaycha, that our niece had a baby boy and it was a bris yesterday and our niece got married a year ago. She herself is 36, 30, turning 37 and her husband is 41. It's the first time that they got married and this is their first child. And when they said the words, we all exclaimed a great, great thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He was named after a great Yid by the name of David, after David Kamenetsky family member who was the son of Dr. Yosef Kamenetsky and he himself was a great, great mechanic for many, many Jews over the years. Rabbi Sai, as we enter into the Shabbos HaGadol, we wish everybody it should be taka, a big Shabbos. We should hear Rufus for everyone that needs Rufus. There should be Yeshuas, there should be Nisim Geluyim as Hashem is Barach and HaKadosh Bochu continues to watch over Klai Yisrael which should be Zoycher Hashem that this Pesach, which is coming upon us, we should be zoichet to the Gula Shleimah, wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it would be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.